Boozed and Confused is a comedy and weird topic podcast. Adult language may be used probably by me. While our episode topics may be educational in nature, we are not responsible if your children start dropping the F-bomb to their kindergarten class. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. This is my intro because I never get to start the pod. This is what we do if I started the pod. Welcome to Boozed and Confused. I'm That's Matt. really good. Thank I'm, you. I just I'm made that Carol up. Ann. Yeah, and I'm quitting my day job to start writing jingles for podcast intros and babies. Yeah, that was good. I liked that a lot. Uh, yeah, welcome back to another episode of Boozing Confused. You already know who we are, and if you're returning, why? <laughs> Dude, yeah, just we don't just do why. better. I'm double fisting. Okay. Football's back. <laughs> NFL's back. We're excited. NFL is back, and we're not a football house. Right? I'm missing, not that football. <laughs> I'm missing the Cowboys playing the Buccaneers. I don't know who the fuck either of the I Buccaneers. Frankly, to me, does not sound like a real NFL team. If I'm being honest, it's Tom Brady's team. He retired, and then he unretired. And then he came back. What a loser. Uh, he's the goat. He's the goat. He he has great gut health. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Anyway, so. I didn't do shit for today's episode. It's Matt doing today's episode, which is great. Um, so we're going to do that. And uh, before we get into it. We can be found on all your favorite social media locations, Facebook, and Costco. YouTube, <laughs> Twitter. Um, the best Instagram. way to support us. Oh, Instagram. The best way to support us is by leaving a review. <laughs> if you leave a review um and you could you a be any more of, fucking monotone oh my god i'm trying to remember you holy can, shit you can... we're on we're on all your favorite <laughs> social media facebook instagram youtube and twitter um i'm probably i say i'm because you know matt doesn't even have the login for any of this shit i'm pretty sure i can guess the password though <laughs> um i uh am most active on twitter and instagram and uh if social media is not your thing super cool send us an email at boost and confused podcast at gmail.com and always love to hear from you especially if you're not spam or um an email list that i did not sign up for but you're spam in my inbox anyways and if you like the pod and you want to support us, the best way that you can do that is by leaving us a review and or subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. That was so monotone. <laughs> um, if you don't want to email us, you can write a letter, nail it to a door of an abandoned barn, and I will probably find it. Uh, yes. But uh, uh, North America only. Pre- preferably in North America. Preferably in Illinois somewhere. Yeah, great. Um, and oh, if you, uh, do leave us a review, take a screenshot, send it to us. We'll send you some booze and confused stickers in the mail for free to wherever you live in the world. We try <laughs> really hard. Also the mail near us sucks. So we work on it. All, all mails suck. All right. <laughs> And the last before we get into it is what are you drinking? Yeah, so I just finished my research beer, the um, Back to the Sam Adams Oktoberfest. 
that was my eating pizza, reading things, beer. But now I'm sipping on um, a a um, little glass of High West whiskey. It's a double rye, which is a bit of a departure for me. Uh, I'm mainly a bourbon person, and, and rye is a little bit sharper. Um, it's really nice. The palate is great. The, the flavor is good. It's whiskey. Yep. It's whiskey. Yep. It is whiskey. I'm drinking water because I drank too much yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and I need to drink more water this weekend. So yeah. I'm just going to make it all up before I get the Sunday scaries. Oh, I've I've had them since 2.30 this morning. Great. Amazing. When I woke up yeah. on the couch. To the executive producer laughing. I don't want to get into this, but the producer has taken a liking to laughing in the middle of the night. Um, and it only wakes me up when I'm on the couch. So this has happened twice in the last couple of days. And um, I woke up with a tear on my face. Like I was like, I had a tear down my face. The producer was cry- uh, not crying, but laughing. And I'm afraid to move when I hear that. Yeah, I slept through the whole thing, so I have no idea. I'm going to find a great. way to record this phenomenon and um, really dive into it. Next week's episode, yeah. Is the Producer Haunted? <laughs> Tune in for next and week. And maybe she'll join the episode. We'll see. Um, we feel fine. Wait, do you say we? We? I, I mean, I, um, just the producer. Back to work. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, uh, that's it. So thanks so much for joining us today, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, please leave a review. Five stars <laughs> or bust. Just kidding. All right, let's get into it. Yeah, um, today we're talking about um, shapes on the earth. Yeah, we've been watching too much Sesame Street So with the producer. It's, it's the number of the day. It's, it's the letter, letter, the it's letter of the day. It's, it's the, the letter. letter. Oh, my God, PBS, letter. please don't it's sue us. the letter us. of the day. Oh. <laughs> That's copyright. YouTube videos down. No, uh, we're talking about things like like the cousins of the Bermuda Triangle. When I was a kid, I feel like I watched so many of those shows on like History Channel and A and E that were like the Bermuda Triangle. Triangle, triangle, triangle. Every airplane goes missing, and millions of people die. And like in reality, it's not. It's like being afraid of like quicksand you know and like knowing how to get out of it like it's not as big of a problem as you really think it is but it's also a problem it is also a problem it's it's an anomaly it's weird stuff uh we've all heard of the bermuda triangle uh it's a triangular space found in the atlantic ocean that pretty much goes from um, miami florida um up and over to bermuda which I just learned is like really far north. How far north? Give me an um, idea. If it were like parallel. Parallel to a state would be South Carolina. Oh, that's it's, not. I thought you were going to be like, it's near Vermont. It's like <laughs> <laughs> Bernie's like, I'm going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fight for your rights. No, it's it's like. Parallel to South Carolina, but just like way, way, way out in the ocean. Yeah, okay. Well, and then the the other part, the the third point of the triangle, goes to Puerto Rico. Oh, interesting. 
Yeah. Right? Um, and I'm going to start talking about a, uh, a scientist um, momentarily, but he actually argues that these are not triangles, but they are lozenges. Question of the day, what shape is a lozenge? You know, you say lozenge and all I think about is like the cough drops, throat lozenge. Right. Yeah, yeah, what yeah, shape yeah. is that? Um, well, it's like a, it's like ovular. Like, yeah. Right. This is like a diamond shape. Like that a makes rhombus? no sense to me. We're going to call them triangles, though. I failed geometry in high school, and my teacher passed me with a D out of pity, so. <laughs> oh, boy, she sure did try. <laughs> I, I did sure try. Yeah, so the Bermuda Triangle, a place I don't want to go because it involves Florida, but um, no, it's it's this, this um, triangular space that has said to have claimed over 8,000 lives since the mid-19th century. Well, I imagine a lot of those are shipwrecks. Shipwrecks. Yeah. The, the old conquistadors and, you know, North yeah. American colonizers. Yeah. I can't remember. Did we do an episode on the Bermuda it's Triangle? It's quite possible. We, Probably. Oh, we definitely have because you talked about the ghost ships. Oh, yes. And Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't talk about the ghost ships, but... Um, a rough number is like at least 50 ships and 20 airplanes have disappeared in the triangle, often without a trace. I just uh, did a quick little looky-loo. It's episode 47, in case you're interested. Play it again. Fluff our views. Fluff our listens. Um, one of the most famous losses surrounding the triangle is the lost squadron of Flight 19, which vanished um, with its entire crew shortly after World War II. Like, a whole squadron of people just gone. And no trace? No. <laughs> okay, well, but, case closed. <laughs> but the ocean's really big. The ocean's really big. And sharks exist. Yeah, so it's this is a place of myth, superstition, fear. Um, others have referred to this place as limbo. Or uh, it's also been called the Hoodoo Sea. The I'm sorry. The, the Hoodoo Sea, like Hoodoo Hoodoo Voodoo. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, for centuries, the triangle has been mystified as a harrowing patch of ocean where sailors and pilots um, often lose track of their, um, you know, bases who can talk to them, um, and they just kind of disappear. Uh, whether it's storms, whether it's uh, in the air or at sea, um, heavy fogs, uh, just losing your way. You know, all navigation instruments and whatnot just kind of go on the fritz here. So despite all that, the uh, U.S. government doesn't actually, like, recognize this area as, like, a threat. Um, but its its legends have long painted superstition and fear into those who go near it but i, I gotta wonder what dark brandon would do um, oh boy okay what, what would dark Bra- i know, mean he's he's really just just going super saiyan he's a, what do you think what do you think he would say about this if he had to you know make a, a you, presidential you whatever. have a much better uh joe biden impression than i do you're you're actually much better at any impression than i am <laughs> Um, but I like to imagine he'd be like, no, that's not the real threat here. What is the real threat is Florida 
going off into the ocean. He's no like, more Disney World. He's like, he's like, all right, Jack, we're gonna <laughs> Who move. Who is Jack? Whoever the all right. He just like he just calls people Jack. Okay. Yeah. You know. Uh, all right, Jack. We're gonna we're gonna move this triangle right into the capital of Florida. Yeah, the whole triangle can just fit over Florida, and we'll just call it a just day. Suck up to Santis. Yeah, there you real go. Real fast. There you go. Nah, he'd he'd be like, "All right, all right, Jack. No more ships for you. I got my eyes on you." And then he gets like the like red the laser the dark beams. laser beam. If eyes. if you're not aware, if you're like, "What the fuck are you guys talking about?" Dark Brandon. Dark Brandon. I. I don't really understand what happened, but basically the meme is Joe Biden has this like alter ego that is dark Brandon <laughs> who doesn't give a fuck about anything. Uh, and there's a subreddit called dark Brandon that you can go look at. And a lot of the top posts of all time are just like Photoshop pictures of Joe Biden with like laser, laser beam, beam eyes. eyes. I don't know why it's so <laughs> funny, but it's it's actually pretty comical. So there you go. There's your context. Yeah. So, what if I what if I told you that the Bermuda Triangle was not the only bizarre place on the planet where things just kind of go missing, or we're not too sure why why the heck things happen the way they do over there? Well, I would like you to tell me where they are, and well, then that I cannot go there ever. I've lot. done pretty good at avoiding the Bermuda Triangle at this point. So. Yeah, there's nothing in the Midwest. We're we're pretty good. Um. But we're going to go back in the time machine to the 1970s. Uh, there's a Scottish writer and biologist named Ivan T. Sanderson. And he coined a term uh, that it's called uh, vile vortices or the devil's graveyards. Vile vortices. Vile vortices, like a vortex, a plural yeah, yeah, of vortex. Yeah, yeah. Th- thank you. I'm aware. <laughs> Oh, that that wasn't for you. Was that, was for re- no, the <laughs> the that was for the listener. That was for the listener. Teacher brain moment there. Uh, so yeah, there's there's twelve locations on the planet, and when you look on a map, one of which I added to our show notes, which um, it is pretty surprising how like uniform they are. Um, there are twelve equally spaced areas on the surface of the Earth where the compasses spin uh, bizarrely where um, electronics seem to fail and things, you know, just go missing. Uh, and yeah, uh, so there's there's six in the northern hemisphere and there's six in the southern hemisphere. So on either hemisphere, either side of the equator, five locations seem to be in an almost perfectly straight line while both the north and south pole have their own spots but these uh but these are hot spots for the bizarre and often have big question marks uh, surrounding them so i'm gonna do a little little dive on these places so we know about the bermuda triangle so let's look at the other ones first one is the dragon's triangle or the devil's sea so do these all just have like the actual name and then a nickname? Um, a lot of them have fun nicknames. This one's my favorite, the Dragon's Triangle. Um, appropriately, it's located off the coast of Japan. 
Of course. Uh, where there have been many uh, vanishings of ships in the area. So beneath the waters of this region, off the coast of the Ryukyu Islands, there sits a Japanese Atlantis. Really? A Japanese Atlantis. Um, where it appears that an ancient civilization um, who were astoundingly precise with their architecture um, had perfectly cut monoliths, like 90-degree precision. Um, It was believed to be more than 10,000 years old, and some believe that these are all the remains of Japan's prehistoric Jomon people. So like I said, these formations that are entirely underwater appear to be like expertly cut and 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 crafted however um some people believe that these formations under the ocean are more likely to be the result of natural earth formations because of the regions like volcanic activity and proneness to earthquakes yeah but how does that happen with like the precision that happened um well um, this could, you know, an, an example of that, like the precision, um, on our trip to Ireland, the first time we went to Giants Causeway in Northern Ireland, where like all the stones are like hexagons. Yeah. But that was a troll, wasn't it? Pretty sure that was a troll that did it. I can't yeah. Remember. A troll, a troll. It, yes. Can't, that's, can't that's, remember. that's the story. It's a troll. Um, but they're saying that it's quite possible that that is another explanation for these perfect angles. And like, if you look up, you know, dragons triangle underwater, you would see like, it looks like pyramids with like long, like ramps and stuff. Interesting. Very angular, very like nice to look at. (laughs) It's nice to look at. Uh, Yeah. But, but, but in this region, uh, radio frequencies have been known to malfunction as well as um, people have noted um, navigational instruments would fail. Um, unlike the American government who denies our vortice of, of, of danger, the Japanese government has actually acknowledged this area as a place that you do not want to go. They have marked this as an unsafe place to travel. It's a no-no zone, for it's, sure. It, it's a no-go zone. A no-go zone. Um, up next, I have the Algerian megaliths. Oh, I don't think I've ever heard of that before. I hadn't either, uh, but I learned a lot about it. Um, so this area is located like in the heart of Algeria. Um there exist um, 13 jetters, which are like large mausoleums uh, built somewhere between the 4th and 7th centuries. Uh, they are believed to have been used as a resting place for the Berber royalty. Okay. Yeah. No, go ahead. Uh, Berbers are a, a, like an ethnic group that are uh, indigenous to places in northern Africa. So like like Tunisia... Libya, Algeria, Morocco. Yeah, okay. So just these these massive re- resting places for for the wealthy. So with the specific details of who was buried there, a mystery lost to history due to eras of ransacking from foreign empires. 
Um, Naturally. As is the way. As is the way. Um, Looking at the Roman Empire there, um, what we do know about these megaliths is um, the reported danger of flying over this region of the desert. Um, The frequent um, malfunctioning of electronics and people saying that while flying over the area, they felt an immediate heavy and dark aura that people themselves could feel. Interesting. Okay. So, like, you fly over the space and you're like, oh, I don't feel so good. And hopefully you don't have a fucking heart attack or something while you're flying over. Got a bad feeling about yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a massive uh, space of land that was very much active and then just just ghost town now as as many ancient things are but um yeah uh the the heavy dark aura is what people report feeling um up next is the mohenjo daro region uh, which is in pakistan uh and so this this uh, space dates back to the Indus Valley civilization circa 2500 BC. Yeah, thanks for putting the year in there because I wouldn't have known that off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was one of the largest settlements in the Indus Valley civilization region. Um, it appears to have been quite advanced in building and urban planning, uh, like a sprawling, very organized city. Do you think they had like nimbies back then or what the heck is even that? A nimby? A not in my backyard. Person? Oh. Who's yeah. like, oh yeah, we do want a space for the poor people, but not in my backyard. Not in my yard. We got we gotta care for them, but just not around me. <laughs> um archaeologists who have visited this this space, um, aside from evidence of master craftsmanship. It seems that pretty much everyone left this place like at the exact same time. Um, That's kind of fucking eerie. Yeah. Whether it be like intentional or like a natural disaster happened, uh, it's kind of unknown. Um, something of interest, though, um, Mohenjo-daro means mound of Krishna. Uh, and it is said that it was from this great and ancient city that the birth of Hindu region, I'm sorry, uh, the Hindu religion first arose. Interesting. That is, yeah, okay. That's kind of neat. Yeah, so it was it was rediscovered in the 1920s and excavation began and archaeologists came across scattered corpses of at least 40 people. Oh. And considering in the, uh, the art of... What, what remained the god shiva is pictured in the city and shiva is the god of destruction oh so many people believe today that the city has some dark power to it um considering this place fits into the the map which i'll be getting into the specifics of how these areas kind of apply to each other um you know something might have made them disappear or something kind of forced them out. Interesting. I'm going to have to look at that one in a little bit more detail, I think. Yeah. So um, the way I ordered these is kind of like in the order of importance for, for our Dr. Sanderson. So he was researching one area and 
a, a woman heard about his his research and like you know bizarre earth locations and this this spot was put on his radar by a woman who wrote him a letter um who you know she she read his uh, his his info on the bermuda triangle uh, she claimed that numbers of planes that would carry gold uh, kept disappearing over this area. And the planes were never found, but there was gold found along their intended routes. Oh, I was going to say, it kind of sounds like your pilots are just running away with the loot. <laughs> They're just stealing the stuff. But uh, if they left the loot, maybe maybe they got greedy. and Maybe they were trying to, to take it, and then they got eaten by bears or something who... Desert, Obviously, are desert not going to eat gold. Yeah. Desert, oh, desert bears, camels. Oh, yeah. Okay, I didn't realize we were talking about the desert here. So yeah, it's. Uh, are we still talking about Pakistan? Pakistan yeah. Oh, I thought we were talking about a different location. That that makes more sense. It's, okay. it's not all arid desert, but there's actually some like extremely lush and beautiful areas in 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 Pakistan. I'm gonna look up if there are bears in Pakistan. Uh, there's bears everywhere. We, 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 we don't can't. Have any, we do can't. We, have bears we in can't Illinois? go where bears are. Yeah, go to the zoo. Well, not those kinds of bears. Um, no, actually, if if I recall correctly, I think Pakistan has or had or you know still does um, a really booming like skiing uh, hobby. There's a lot of bears in Pakistan. Duly noted. Just duly just noted. everybody knows. Uh, it's called the the most prominent one is the Himalayan brown bear, Anything. black bear. Sorry, Himalayan. Oh, black bears! They're black fun bear. though. They're the nice ones. When um when Doctor Sanderson heard about this, he uh took her advice and checked it out, but then took it a step further, and he noticed that the locations that he had been studying shared many similarities. Uh, so you know how the earth is, you know, like, oh, uh, latitude, longitude. We're talking about longitude. That's the up and downs. Uh, each location was approximately 72 degrees away from the place east or west of it. Ooh, that's kind of freaky. Yes. So he began just kind of like mapping out spaces then. He goes, well, if these are here, what's over there? The next spot took him to Hawaii, and we find an underwater volcano. Hawaii's got so much weird shit, and I would love to go there. I know the locals right now are like, don't come, and I would totally respect that, and I do totally respect that, um, but going to Hawaii is definitely on my bucket list for some point in the future for some travels. Point. Yeah. Some point, yeah. Uh, this volcano is called Hamakulia. And if Did I'm, you watch a lot of YouTube videos before this um, episode to have like confidence in your um, pronunciation? That's why it takes me eight hours okay, to write yeah. an episode. Just, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this volcano is located in the Ring of Fire, which is that appropriate Pacific Ocean hot spot of just volcanic stuff. Um, locals have reported strange electrical activity around the volcano, which, I mean, if I recall correctly, I don't think that's the most bizarre thing. Like when a volcano erupts, you see like lightning coming yeah. from. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a whole different kind of science. Yeah. But, but locals say that strange lights can sometimes be seen around the volcano and have been there for a very long time. 
Uh, scientists also say that the area around the volcano is prone to uh, piezomagnetic effects. I don't know what that is. Which means <laughs> that rocks become magnified. Oh, shit. That's kind of weird. Yeah. So they become magnetic and uh, strange electrical energy can be flowing throughout the region. What the hell causes that? Geomagnetic stuff. Yeah, naturally. Uh, so it would be that, you know, uh, planes and ships find that this interferes with their equipment. Well, yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Um, and an eyewitness who spoke with Sanderson, uh, who was actually a critic of his, uh, says that he did watch a plane that he was supposed to fly on vanish off the radar as it flew over this location. Did they ever find it? Or it vanished off the radar. It didn't vanish back on. <laughs> vanish on, vanish off. Watch out, it's magic. <laughs> yeah, so um, so far we've accounted for the northern hemisphere vortices minus the North Pole. Um, after mapping out the five, six locations, Sanderson turns his attention to the southern hemisphere and begins looking for locations similar to the ones that he researched in the north. So before we move into the summer, southern hemisphere, I just want to say, remember that episode of Futurama where Santa Claus is actually kind of a dick? He's like, yeah, he's like a robot. Yeah. 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 So a killing robot. Yeah. Everything in the Northern Hemisphere kind of connects back to the North Pole. So I don't know. I feel like maybe they were onto something here. Like Santa could be <laughs> some sort of little mastermind. But all right. Go ahead. Continue. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so using the same math, again, about 72 degrees ish apart from each other. He looks to the Easter Islands in Polynesia. This is maybe one of the only ones I'm actually familiar with. <laughs> yeah. Um, these are the, well, this is the island. The, the, no, these islands, which are famous for the massive uh, statues, which were built by the Rapa Nui people somewhere around 1400 to 1650 AD. Well, actually, like not somewhere between, between 1400 and 1650 um, these like thousands of statues weigh in at something like 14 tons each. Uh, some weigh up to 90 tons. If anyone wants to hear a fun fact, I don't, I don't know how fun this really is. One of our neighbors has like a replica Easter Island statue in their backyard. It's not 90 tons or anything it's like that. Hollow it's plastic. really big though. Yeah, yeah. It's probably 12 feet tall, I would say. It's it definitely violates uh HOA. We don't have an friendly HOA. We do not live in a fucking status. HOA. It, <laughs> it stares at me as I drive to work. Yeah, it is it is disturbing. Yeah, so um actually I I think I remember seeing a video of people moving things of a similar shape of these statues is by just like rocking it back and forth. They're kind of like making it walk. Um, people speculate how these could have been moved by maybe foreign help. Aliens. Yeah. Many, many would argue that extraterrestrials helped move the stones uh, to locations on the islands. Uh, and that, that, you know, like UFO slash alien connection keeps Easter Island on the list of vile vortices not 
not every location is like, oh, we've lost like a thousand guys here. A lot of them are just like, hey, like how the heck do they do that? Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that would make sense. Yeah. Um, up next is the South Atlantic Anomaly. Uh, and this one's actually like scientific as hell. Um, it's located a ways off the eastern coast of Brazil. And this place is kind of called the Bermuda Triangle of space. Sounds like a job for Space Force. <laughs> I wish that show wasn't canceled. Um, so this is a spot in the Earth's magnetic field, which is especially weak. Um, you know, the Earth has a magnetic field around it. And um, there was a word I didn't add it in because too many science words, uh, but it's like a belt, like it moves. And this is a weak spot in the atmosphere. Um, so things like radiation are much stronger there. And so things like satellites can malfunction and like, like fail over this part of the ocean. Uh, and apparently astronauts cannot look at this location from space or properly photograph it. Why? Um, so, uh, I mean, by like, you can't look at it. I mean, like, uh, it, it said like astronauts will like, like hallucinate when they look at that spot because of the radiation. Dang, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. And, and so we, we have flown astronauts through this area and they would come out with like minor radiation exposure. Um, pretty much it's like you, you can pass through, but if you stay there too long, like you're going to get irradiated interesting really badly it's just like a weak spot in the atmosphere yeah takes me back to an episode of Battlestar Galactica yeah great show top top show um but yeah um things like photography uh, those things don't work properly in that area um yeah up next is Great Zimbabwe Great Zimbabwe so this city uh once had something like 20,000 people in it um, it was abandoned with no information of planned migration or military conflict. Um, but as I looked more into it, historians think it may have had to do with a gold trade. What? What do you mean? Like they were on like a route or like they it were was, in the hub or... It was a massive city with like huge sprawling towers and stuff. And it was just like, oh, pff, now we're done. Like there what, was no more gold because all the fucking grizzly bears ate it. All the bears, <laughs> all the bears. Uh, yeah. So again, just like a, this, this specifically located area, just up and gone. No sign of anything really like why they leave just gone. Um, so the, to wrap up our trip, our last two visits bring us to um, Australia Okay. Yeah. Um, as if the animals trying to kill you every damn day, um, the raging fires and uh, the kangaroos, um, Australia gets two vortices. Oh, of course it does. Also, Australia is just fucking huge. And the outback itself, I, for some reason, randomly go down these rabbit holes about Australia of people like trying to make it through the outback and like they have half a tank of gas. And there's so many signs that are like, you're going to die. <laughs> Don't do this. There's no help. Don't do it. 
Yeah, so um, this one is on the western side of Australia. This is the Wharton Basin. Um, the Wharton Basin is known for um, higher earthquake activity. Uh, however, the basin is is not at a meeting point of two tectonic plates where you would see like the friction. Uh, it is actually kind of like quite a ways off of the plate meeting points. Perhaps a new fault line is beginning to form there, and that activity could could cause um, the energies of the Earth to be a bit bizarre there. Um, and this one popped up for me, and I, I don't quite understand, but the Malaysian Flight 370, the one that went missing, uh-huh. um, someone, not someone, but like the article I was reading claimed that it had links to the basin. I looked up the path of the plane. I was like, "Oh, if it if it's flying over this, I'm 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 gonna believe it. It's nowhere near the basin, but it did come on the radar. So I I threw it in the article. Came on the radar. That's a good pun. Ex- exactly. But yeah, you know what? You know what? Why not? Maybe the vortices move a little bit. Go off. I don't know. Uh, and then lastly are the Loyalty Islands which are off the eastern coast of Australia. Um, So this area is noted to have some serious whirlpool action as well as ample like earthquake events. Um, The location, which has been mapped for decades and decades and decades by sailors and geologists alike, uh, it seems that an island just vanished in 2012. It's... It's almost like scientists undiscovered it. Uh, it was called Sandy Island, and it was it's on countless maps. And then as of like 2012, they're like, it never existed. What? Yeah, it's an island. I mean, not like a huge one, but just like all these maps, which I looked at tons of these maps, and there it is. There's There's Sandy Island. And then 2012 comes around, and they're just like, there is no Sandy Island. It does not exist. Um, so whether it was a number of, like, cartographers just all messed up the same way. What do you think? Like, they were all just copying, just copying each, other's each other's homework? Hey, what'd you find over there? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so it's good. Oh, Sandy yeah. Island. So this looks really great. clever. Is there, yeah. is there sand on it? No? No. Oh, classic Iceland Greenland classic uh yeah and so then i guess our our last two places are the north and south pole um which those are crazy places anyways they're they're cold as all hell the polarity of the earth like both begins and ends in these places um i think it makes sense that things like compasses won't work very well there and people can get disoriented also the fact that um, it's either like always dark or always light there. Yeah, I don't understand how you could ever live there. I don't think anyone really does live no, there. You, I you think... just visit. You just visit. No, I think if I remember correctly, I watched this documentary of folks who lived in. Um... Am I thinking of the thing? Are you? Are you? <laughs> are you summarizing the film? <laughs> The sci-fi horror monster movie, The Wait, Thing? No, I... It's a fantastic movie. I think I 
I've, I think I've actually seen a documentary though, or like maybe it was like a vice documentary or something of, uh, scientists who live in these like camps for six months at a time. Yeah. They'll visit. Yes, yeah. They, there are. And they have to go spaces. through like very like extensive background checks to look for things like mental health issues and, um, your like physical abilities and all this other good stuff. That's accurate, right? That's not. This that's this not sounds like thing. things that I would have read also. Okay, great. Yes, no, this <laughs> sounds good to me. Um, and plus, like, how how do you determine which way you're going when everything is like like only north or only south of you? That is a really good point. I can't really imagine uh, trying to get anything to work there when I remember a few winters ago, we had a few days at night where it got down to like negative 40 with wind chill and that's Chicago and it's very, very cold. It's not usually that cold here, Um, but our house was very clearly not made for it and it like shattered a window. Oh, it's it's still there. It's It's still still, shattered. It's still shattered. (laughs) It's it's mostly intact. Uh, But yeah, like I can't imagine trying to get shit to just work normally in that kind of extreme cold yeah yeah you know anyways loads of explorers have been lost at the poles um i think i remember reading like 129 men were lost and were like found like 100 years later like that's that's just exploring frozen tundra stuff i don't know if that's like bizarre but they, uh, <clears throat> I'm assuming uh, there's polar bears there. Polar bears. Polar bears. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure they've had a couple encounters with polar bears. Um, uh, Tauntaun? I thought they smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> uh, yeah, so those are the 12 vortices or the uh, 12 devil's graveyards. Um, Got a couple of theories to throw out there, and I think that'll that that'll send us off into the sunset. Um, one of them is uh, the ley lines theory, L E Y ley lines theory. So these are locations um, which are straight alignments drawn between various historic structures and prominent landmarks. The idea was developed in the early 20th century. Uh, with leyline believers arguing that these alignments were recognized by ancient societies which deliberately uh, erected structures along uh, these these lines. And so since the 1960s, members of the Earth Mysteries Movement and other, um, I, I called them off-the-beaten-path traditions, um, have commonly believed that such ley lines demarcate uh, earth energy interesting okay. and they serve as guides for alien spacecrafts <laughs> yeah just bury the bury the lead on that one yeah um some folks even theorize that ancient civilizations used these locations as portals to literally teleport each other to other places on earth mm-hmm I feel like they should have technology that's more sophisticated. They don't need portals. They could just like zip zip, you know, not. Yeah, I'm assuming they don't have like the fucking United States Railway infrastructure as their their alien technology. Right. But what what it does seem to be kind of linking these are that these are just areas of bizarre like electromagnetic like abnormalities. 
like hot spots. Yeah. And understandably, that will affect how our technology functions. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it is pretty bizarre when you look at a map like of the Earth, just kind of like like laid flat, which the Earth is, is a flat. globe. It is flat. It's a globe. The Earth is it's a round. Flat Earth. It's a sweet globe. But when you flatten it out and and you um, look at the map, which again, it's in the show notes, um, it's like they're all like very equidistant to each other, minus the North and South Pole, which are, you know, their own spaces. But it's pretty crazy. 72 degrees of distance um, longitudinally and latitudinally. <laughs> latitudinally. Um, it's like hardly doodly. Neighborooney and, and goodnight from Ned Flanders. Um, yeah, it's it, it is quite bizarre. It is quite bizarre um, that all these important locations all kind of match up. But to be a pessimist or a denier, everything can be found in patterns. You can make patterns with anything. As someone who works in data very frequently, yes, I agree with that. <laughs> patterns are everywhere. It's part of our our, our species trying to survive early humanness you gotta find patterns oh no jeff ate the red berries and he's dead don't eat the red berries <laughs> yeah yeah good point good point. um but yeah the 12 devil's graveyards little places to maybe go to on your world tour if you are a dark tourist yeah absolutely roswell is on my list which is not on this list but that's my that's one of my weird places. But lists. you know what? Now we're going to go to our globes and we're going to find other locations 72 degrees away from, from Roswell. Roswell and see what we find. I'm going to do that. Let's let's get I'm to business. Go. Let's get to work. I was going to take a shower after this and uh, I don't think we're going to watch Rings of Power tonight, but um, maybe I'll look at a globe instead. Let's pull Which it makes out. no sense because the earth is flat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. No, we got to get not. that guy on the show absolutely fucking not he wanted to be on the show we gotta get him on no. that would legitimize us that would increase no. our listenership by at least five no maybe ten percent i'm not getting review bombed we fly under the radar and i like to keep it that <laughs> way like the millennium falcon yeah well is that is that all for today yeah yeah that that's that's it just a uh, weird electromagnetic abnormality places that all happen to kind of match up when you perfectly yeah maybe a little too perfectly well thanks so much for joining us today i hope you enjoyed today's episode and if you didn't i can't imagine why you stuck around for 45 fucking minutes to keep hate listening but i don't tell you how to waste your time my it's friend, like so. it's like listening to kids talk at the dinner table <laughs> in school oh, thumbs down we think about you a lot dislike uh, YouTube man. <laughs> Grizzly Panda 72. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much and see you next week. See you on the flip side. Okay. Bye. It's the end of the show. It's, it's the, the end, end of the show. show. It's, it's the end. end. It's the end. It's the end of the show. Cut. Oh, is that going to be Cut. our new outro? Cut. Yes, it is. It is. Sorry, PBS. Please don't see us. Bye. Bye.